Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome. Coffee, it's just not for breakfast anymore. That's what I talked about in Episode 9. In that episode, I talked about coffee that you can find in a number of different products, such as baked goods, coffee body products, candles. And also I talked about the uses of coffee grounds. But coffee is so much more than the products that I was talking about. It is such an important part of our culture. We talk about the coffee culture, you know, talking about coffee shops and cafes and coffee roasters, which is an important part of the coffee culture. Because without our daily coffee, at least for me, (laughs) life would not be as wonderful as it is now. But when you think about how prevalent coffee is in our lives, it's in almost everything that we do. It's everything that captures our five senses. So it's things that we see, we hear, we touch, we taste, and of course, how it makes us feel. So let's talk about the first sense, what we see. Well, what we see with coffee is movies, TV shows art, clothing, jewelry, magazines, books, and even coffee that is used in painting. That's right. Instead of actual paint, you can use coffee to create your masterpiece. So let's talk about movies. There are so many movies that are either about coffee, feature coffee, refer to coffee, are set in a coffee shop or a cafe. And I tried to find exactly how many movies there are that include coffee in some way. And not just coffee in the title, but coffee somewhere, a coffee scene. And I know that if you Google coffee in movies, Chances are you will get a number of links that will tell you 
the 10 most iconic coffee scenes or the 10 best coffee movies, but I could not find a definitive number of how many movies that involve coffee. So what I thought I would do is I would give you my top five movies that, yes, (laughs) involve coffee. Did I enjoy them because of coffee? Maybe, but they are really cool movies. And in some, a few of them actually are very iconic movies. And you'll know why in a moment. So let's talk about the first one. This was set in the 80s. And the title of the movie is L.A. Story. And it was set in Los Angeles. This particular scene, one of the stars, Steve Martin, who's one of my favorite actors, and he's a wonderful comedic uh, in his own right. But this particular movie, they're all sitting, or in this scene, I should say, they're all sitting in a restaurant. And I think there's, I can't remember, I think there's like 10 of them sitting around this table. And they're all chattering and probably, you know, movie directors and in the film industry and so on and so forth. But the waiter comes around and Steve Martin starts it off and he says, uh, I'll have a half calf. And somebody pipes in and is like, I'll have a half calf. And then somebody else pipes in and then everybody says, I'll have a half calf and added something. Oh, and I can, can I get a twist of lemon? And then it goes around the table. And of course, now everybody wants a twist of lemon <laughs> in their coffee. And there's different variations on what they want in their coffee, which is so ridiculous. <laughs> but And it's probably very common occurrence in those days where you had to try the biggest and best and weirdest things and everything became a trend. And so I always found that scene very enjoyable to watch. My next one is Pulp Fiction. So Quentin Tarantino created this movie. The cast of characters are just bizarre, but there are several iconic scenes that involve coffee in this movie. So the first one that I want to talk about, and if you've never seen this movie, I highly recommend you watch it. It's just bizarre, funny, and you can't stop watching. And this is a kind of movie that you can watch again and again, but I digress. So the first scene that involves coffee is, so Jules and so the characters, John Travolta, Samuel Jackson are, I want to say they're, I guess, hitmen and probably other, other, but Basically, they're hitmen. Anyway, they are doing this job that goes horribly wrong. They need someone to come and clean up their mess, basically. So this Mr. White comes in. He's there to clean up the mess. And it happens in the garage of the home of Jimmy, who is played by Quentin Tarantino, who is the director. They're waiting around and Jimmy's making coffee. And he's saying, oh, you know, you got to, clean up this mess before my wife comes home because she's going to freak out. And so Jimmy's making coffee and he brings a cup of coffee to Mr. White who's on the phone. Mr. White says, you know, this is really good coffee. So very iconic about the whole thing with coffee at Jimmy's house. And then later on in the movie, the two characters, John Travolta again and Samuel Jackson are in a coffee shop and they are again talking about this and that and the everything. But I just found it really, really interesting. Third movie, Amelie. Amelie is a movie in French with English subtitles. It's about a waitress, Amelie, of course, who's working in a Parisian cafe. 
all the interesting things that happen and discussions that happen are in this cafe. And there's an iconic scene where she's trying to get one of the women that work behind the counter to hook up with one of the customers. And she accidentally on purpose spills a cup of coffee on her. (laughs) So I found that very interesting to watch. All right. Fourth movie, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, Audrey Hepburn, just the most iconic, most wonderful actress, my favorite of all time. But there's a scene where she's standing in front of the window at Tiffany's and she's holding a white styrofoam cup of coffee and then drinking her coffee. And I believe she was also, she had a croissant in a bag with her, but it's just, oh, such a wonderful movie. And just the song Moon River. Every time I, I hear that song, I, I always think of Tiffany, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Finally, the fifth movie, Devil Wears Prada. This is a wonderful movie. So Meryl Streep plays basically the devil, or in this case, it's the managing editor of this magazine. And there are so many scenes with coffee and it just, there's lots to do with coffee in this movie. Starbucks, of course. I found that really interesting. So yes, so Ellie Story, Pulp Fiction, Amelie, Breakfast at Tiffany's, and Devil Wears Prada. Now let's talk about TV shows. If I were to ask you what Friends, Gilmore Girls, Seinfeld, Frasier, and Sopranos had in common, what would you say? If you guessed that they all connect with each other over coffee, you'd be right. So let's talk about the episodes. First of all, Friends. Friends, their main meeting place is the Central Perk. So it's a fictional coffee shop where Rachel and Ross and Joey and Phoebe and Monica and Chandler all meet and just hang out and have coffee and have drinks. There's one episode, season two, Monica, no, sorry, not Monica, sorry, Rachel. (laughs) Rachel gets a job as a waitress at Central Perk and she's not a very good waitress. And that's not my opinion, but if you watch season two, you'll realize that, yeah, yeah, she was pretty bad. Anyway, I mention her part as a waitress because that's when, in season two, her and Ross have their first kiss, and that solidifies their relationship, and it is just a wonderful scene. Now, Gilmore Girls. Oh, I loved that series. So Rory and Lorelai Gilmore. So Lorelai's the mom, Rory's her daughter, and... Lorelai was a single mom bringing her up in the fictional town of Stars Hollow. And their favorite meeting place is Luke's Diner. So, of course, Luke owns the diner. And they would spend pretty much every episode, at least once or twice, sitting at Luke's Diner, which I found very interesting. Now, here's a little bit of trivia for you. Can you guess how many cups of coffee in total were consumed on the series Gilmore Girls? Give up? The total is actually 503 cups of coffee. Now, how do I know this? Well, there's a company. They're in Saskatoon, but they also have a store in Brandon. So it's Charleston and Harlow. They have a candle. So when I was doing some research uh, for episode nine, 
finding out how many products out there contain coffee, they have a candle that is entitled 503 Cups of Coffee relating to Gilmore Girls, which I found very interesting. And oh, again, that's, that's one of my favorite shows and something I could watch over and over again. It's just the relationship between mother and daughter was just so special. All right, Seinfeld. Now, these characters, and I love the fact that this was a show about nothing. And they talked about everything and anything that, and it didn't matter what it was. It could be something super important, very trivial, usually involving something crazy that Kramer was up to, or that George was bungling in some way. And it's always about Elaine's love life. (laughs) And so it was very, very enjoyable. But they would meet at Monk's Diner. Now, I looked that up. It is a fictional diner called Monk's. And that's where they would meet and discuss everything and everything over coffee. And that's another show that is very iconic and one that I could watch in reruns over and over again. Hi, it's Jenny. We'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I invite you to check out my website, coffeewithjennyb.ca. That's Jenny with a G, where you'll find all the links to my episodes. You'll also find a variety of coffee gifts available for purchase, including my branded bag of Red Door Coffee Beans from Harrison's Coffee Company. As well, you'll find a link to join the Winnipeg Coffee Community Facebook group. I'll also be posting info about upcoming coffee tours and coffee nights. So keep checking my website for updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, the fourth TV show, Frasier. So the two brothers would get together and they would meet at their cafe, which was called Nervosa, which very interesting because when you think about their roles as psychologists or I don't know, psychologists, psychiatrists, it's been a while since I've watched it. I'll have to watch it again, but that was their profession. And so when you think about someone who perhaps needs some counseling, chances are perhaps they might be nervous. So the whole idea of Nervosa as the name of their cafe, I thought was really, really interesting. And finally, Sopranos, Tony Soprano and his, I don't know what you want to call it. I guess his gang, his buddies, his group. Anyway, they would hang out at, are you ready for this? Bada Bean Coffee. So Bada Bean Coffee is where they would hang out and drink coffee and mostly espresso because Italians love their espresso. So these are my top five TV shows that involve coffee. Now let's talk about another sense. And that sense is your hearing. And what do you hear with your ears is music. And there are so many coffee songs, songs about coffee, songs with coffee in the title. So I looked it up and I actually found a number and I went to this website called the Lyrics website. And according to their website, there are 18,304 songs about coffee. Let me repeat that. 18,304 songs about coffee. Isn't that amazing? These songs go back 
all the way, I want to say probably to the 20s. But a lot of the songs were very popular in the 40s. So we have like the Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole, Ella Fitzgerald, and they had amazing songs. And then we have, of course, songs that are made popular all the way through the decades, you know, right up until just recently. So I'm going to talk about some of my favorite songs. So let's talk about Frank Sinatra. And his song was called The Coffee Song. And it's a very, very much a Frank Sinatra, very upbeat, very, very just kind of a cheery, cheery song, which I really love. And then there's Nat King Cole, You're the Cream in My Coffee. So I love cream in my coffee. This is about a woman that is the cream in his coffee, someone that he loves and adores. And then we have Ella Fitzgerald. Her song is Black Coffee. And Ella, she typically does more of the scat. The scat. But in this one, it's not so much the scat that she's famous for, but it's just her soulful voice really talking about that black coffee. So let's think about some of the songs that are a little bit more popular these days. There's a song called Coffee and Cigarettes. Now, Coffee and Cigarettes was originally, well, I don't know if it was originally, but Otis Redding sang his version of Coffee and Cigarettes. And then more recently, Jimmy Eat World also sang Coffee and Cigarettes, which I found very interesting. One of my favorites, though, is Coffee Girl by The Tragically Hip. And there's just something about the way that the song goes, you know, talking about the coffee girl, how important she is. And I like to refer myself as coffee girl. I kind of find that that it's very, very connected in that way. And then finally, there are a song called One More Cup of Coffee that Bob Dylan sang. But then the White Stripes also sang that song. And this is not a song that has coffee in the name, but Carly Simon in her song, You're So Vain, talks about clouds in my coffee. Now, clouds in your coffee is cream, of course, but there's another meaning that you you can attach to the idea of clouds. So clouds are something that swirl around. And so maybe it's something that's swirling versus just cream. But I don't want to get too deep into that. So I just found that it's so interesting that there are so many songs, either with coffee in the title or about coffee. Oh, there's one movie, speaking of coffee and cigarettes, one movie that I forgot to mention that is kind of weird. It's, well, weird, but funny. And it's called Coffee and Cigarettes. And it's a series of vignettes. Vignettes are little short clips. So it's sometimes they can be as short as two minutes, sometimes five. And in this particular movie or series of vignettes, they have a number of different actors and fairly famous actors. But Bill Murray appears in one of the vignettes. And Bill Murray, his role in this particular scene is he is working at the coffee shop. And so there's these guys sitting at the table and they're drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes, of course, because coffee and cigarettes. And at one point, Bill Murray comes over and he fills their coffee. And then he sits down with them 
and he's got the coffee pot. So the, you know, the, the typical glass coffee pot that you would see at a restaurant. And he's sitting there and he starts drinking coffee out of the coffee pot. <laughs> it's just such a crazy movie. So that's another one that I recommend that you watch just because of the, the crazy factor. Now let's talk about the other senses. Okay. So let's talk about the idea of the touch. All right. So for me, the idea of touching something that has to do with coffee is I think about jewelry and clothing. I happen to have a pair of earrings that are gold coffee beans. They're not real gold. They're look, they, they look gold, but they're coffee bean studs. And I love wearing them because they're just so different. But there are so many different pieces of jewelry, and some can be as trinkets, but some can be very expensive because people love their coffee and they want to wear their coffee. And some are willing to pay whatever for sterling silver, real gold, precious gems, etc. Wearing jewelry is showing your love of coffee. Clothing, my goodness. You can find coffee sayings and memes and everything on absolutely every single piece of clothing you can think of. I happen to have a sweatshirt that on the front it says half human, half coffee. And it's in green, which is one of my favorite colors. And that was created by Everyday Comfy Company. Everyday Comfy, local company. And if you want to check out their other coffee products, clothing, I would do that. But coffee t-shirts, is it socks, absolutely everything. Anything you can imagine will have coffee on it. And so again, it, like jewelry, you're wearing clothing that is demonstrating your love of coffee, which I find really interesting. And let's talk about feeling, you know, the whole idea of feeling something. So anytime that you read something about coffee, reading in a book, magazine, watching documentaries, there are documentaries about coffee, movies, TV shows, listening to music, it just fills you with that sense of connection with yourself, showing that love of coffee. And you know what, what I found really interesting is when you think about some of the more popular logos or brands that are out there. You know, you think about Coca-Cola or Nike, and you would think that they are more prevalent or more popular or more recognizable. But I would almost argue that coffee surpasses Coke and Nike as something that is so important to those that love coffee. And even if you don't love to drink coffee, you can still wear coffee clothing. You're watching movies, TV shows, listening to music, reading books. It's amazing. Oh, just amazing how much there is, how much coffee is so much a part of us. We don't even realize just how much because it's everywhere. And I want to get back to the idea of the touch. All right. So mention touch about clothing, jewelry. Let's talk about coffee painting. Now I mentioned that you can paint using coffee versus regular paint. And there's several techniques that you can do this. I've seen some paintings that are out there and just amazing that they can 
get the depth and the, the nuances and the different textures. And there's an artist, um, I forget who they are, but they actually incorporate coffee grounds in their painting, which I find so fascinating. So coffee, coffee is such an important part of our lives. And I enjoy everything that I can get. Oh, let's not forget coffee cups. In one of my earlier episodes, I talk about my collection of coffee cups. Most of them are from Starbucks, but I do have other mugs that every time it, you know, that catches my eye or catches my interest, I want to buy it. And every time I'm out shopping, it doesn't matter where I am, I'm always looking at the coffee cups because I always think, oh, you know what? If I see something that is really going to catch my eye, I'm going to buy it. But the thing is, is that I don't have a lot of cupboard space. So I have to be very judicious about which coffee cups I'm going to buy. But when you think about some of the iconic coffee cups, think about Johnny Carson and his coffee cup, you know, David Letterman, they had these iconic coffee cups. Jimmy Fallon, all the talk show hosts, coffee, right? And sometimes it's a brand. So for instance, you know, Kelly Ripa and uh, Ryan, they have the name of their show on the coffee cup. So you can get that. You can have branded coffee cups. You can put practically anything on a coffee cup. I'm actually thinking of branding my own coffee cups with my logo and perhaps putting a saying on there, connecting over coffee or life happens over coffee. And it does. Life happens over coffee. It's about connecting with coffee, connecting with ourselves and thinking about why, why is coffee so much a part of our life? And it actually has been for more than 500 years. Because when you think about how coffee houses first originated, they are so different from what we think of coffee houses today. But the one thing that still remains the same is that love of coffee and that connection and about that relationship that you are forming over coffee. So until next time, consider checking out some of the TV shows, movies that I've mentioned, and maybe do a little bit of deep diving yourself into finding a list of those iconic coffee shops, coffee scenes, and listen to some of the music that I've mentioned that features coffee. After all, coffee is a way of expressing yourself. So enjoy. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee.
I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.